0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Resilience and STEM podcast. I hope everyone has had a pretty good December thus far. Um, I know for this time for a lot of people, um, you're either spending with family, going on vacation, relaxing. It's usually when a lot of companies, if you're working at a job, they give you that time off, which is really nice. Um, and if you're in college or still doing grad school, there is a little bit of a break. So that's always nice to think about. So on my end, I've been... Um, Hopefully, by the time this episode is published, um, I should be at home with my family, trying to relax or doing some other hobbies, so um, that'll be good for me, because at the moment while I'm filming this, I have one more final left in my fall semester, so I have a little bit of a life update and a couple reminders on a couple of things that I've learned thus far in the past month, so... Um, I did finish my fall, hopefully by the time I publish this episode, my fall semester should be done. Um, So this is why this episode may have a delayed um, publish date, just because I've been studying for finals during the first week of December and focusing a lot of my time on making sure I do well on that, so apologies for that. But I usually try to get the episodes out within the first two weeks of the month, but this might be a little later, so if it comes at the right time then disregard this entire message. Um, But yeah, I um, submitted all of my graduate applications, uh, which is a huge relief. I spent a lot of my Thanksgiving break submitting the applications, and it's quite nice to think about. Uh, My biggest advice for people out there and stuff I received is trying not to think about it so much and just kind of live in the moment um you won't really know when you get those interview calls um it either will be they send you an email notification or they actually call you if you get an interview um which is pretty nice so and usually you won't hear back from interviews until late december early january or even throughout january or early february if you got an interview invite so you won't really know until a little later on Um, So that's been a pretty good thing, but I actually have got an interview invite thus far, which is such a good thing. Um, I got an interview uh, invite at UT Southwestern, so the University of Texas Southwestern in Dallas. Um, And they have a really good medical center with a lot of resources. So although I want to get out of Texas, I do think applying to this institution was a great option for me. And it was like the best option I had to apply to in Texas thus far. Um, I have thought about creating a video with my reactions um, sort of the of the similar style of uh, as you see in undergrads they apply to a bunch of colleges on youtube so i thought about doing that but maybe just for my own keepsake so i wouldn't think about that too much um yeah but i've also um spent a lot of time working on senate projects so during this winter break i i'm expecting to be pretty busy with meetings or scheduling them as i am from college station which is where texas a&m is so i'll have a lot of free time being around the campus and all that So I have a couple reminders to offer for you guys so if you're applying to graduate school this cycle or you feel that you're not ready to uh, go into grad school this yet because I know a lot of people they feel like they want kind of a break or they want more experience on their resume or they want to just learn a whole new discipline of research because they're questioning what field of research they want to go in for graduate school um, there's always um, post-baccalaureate programs and I believe I've talked about this a little bit in my previous episodes I'm not exactly sure which one but I do remember this is coming out of my mouth and I could not say the word for the life of me but I learned how to say it now So usually what I heard is, even if you're applying to graduate programs, and sometimes this happens, but you may not hear back from any graduate program, or you may not get accepted to any program, so even if you do get an interview, that doesn't guarantee an acceptance. So a lot of people, what they've told me is, if you don't hear anything by mid-January, like anything, or try to submit Um, an application for post-baccalaureate programs. And essentially what this is, is that it's a one to two year program at a university or a science center uh, or national laboratory that you can do research under a professor for a year or two years and develop your resume skills and professional development skills to apply for graduate school or medical school or an MD-PhD program later on. So this just gets you more um, research experience. And I think it's a good opportunity overall. It is paid, so you will be living like it's not great pay, but it's still good pay, at least so you can live in the city overall and whatever you want to go to. So it's a great opportunity. So if you're not sure that graduate school even is the right option or you're not sure what to do, look into post-baccalaureate programs. Um, I know in a lot of places they're called prep programs. So if you just look up the institution or the sub-discipline and you want to look at... So for my example, if I want to say I'm looking for neuroscience prep programs and I look them up, a whole list will pop up for me. I'm not sure if there's a big um, repository of all the prep programs, but if I find it, I'll link it here. Yeah, that's where it is. And it'll be in my transcript, so that's where you'll find it. So, yeah. Uh, with all these updates and the different things I'm involved with, um, I get the question a lot of how do you balance everything in life? So as you know, I'm involved, obviously I have to go to school, follow the in research, Senate, um, being an ambassador for multiple organizations, and presenting my research and going traveling a couple places throughout this fall semester, because I feel in this episode we've talked about this, but I've probably... I've traveled to two of the three places so far in this fall semester, so once a month. And the biggest question is like how can I accommodate these multiple things in my life? And this leads to the to the topic of this episode, which is balance. Balance is so key in doing this. So whenever you're trying to accommodate a lot of things, um, you need to make sure that you're staying organized with yourself and there's a balance in there, so I know a lot of people, um, they cannot do a lot of the things because, um, one, personal issues, um, so something may go on in their family they can't attend, but also the other thing is that, like, um, they're not exactly sure how to do it, because if you see it all on paper, it can look very overwhelming and daunting, but a lot of people, they end up doing a lot of things in their lives, and they do it pretty well, um, so I don't know if I can say that entirely, but I can say that I've done a lot of things, and I'm s- executing them well or on my terms well. I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, I thought I would kind of give a brief scope on the day of my life since I'm involved in a lot of things and just kind of give some advice on how to get involved in more things if you're interested in them and how to execute them and why I do this at the end. So in day of my life, this is a very general outline because this varies week by week as I may be going to conferences, so I may be traveling, I may be ask to speak at an event because sometimes that's happened recently i have to set a meeting since i'm um, in a leadership role in a couple of my organizations, working on applications has taken a lot straight strain in my time, um, being part of promotional events to attend or other events like that. So this is kind of like a general outline of if I'm at school, what does my life typically look like? So in general, I like to preface that I like to have my classes earlier in the morning so that way I can feel a little bit more productive and feel like I have my whole day left that I can do whatever I want. Um, So first of all, I wake up and I make breakfast for myself because if I don't, I feel very nauseous. Um, I go through my phone, like my social medias. I watch a couple TikToks to get me a little more awake um, because I tend to wake up a little groggy. I go through my therapy app when I can. That depends on how I'm feeling. I check my calendar and my emails overall. So this is probably before I go to class. So this can be pretty quick, just scrolling through my phone or just checking my calendar just to make sure I know what's planned for the day so I don't miss anything. But my calendar still sends me like notifications 10 minutes in advance for an event. Next, I go to my classes and um, I bring my iPad obviously because I need to take notes or anything like that. So that's pretty good. And during the afternoons, I attend any meetings I've scheduled. So this can look with lab, if I'm asked to like conduct an experiment, um, for engineering honors ambassadors to set up anything with office student success staff, um, senate meetings that I have with administration or more meetings. I've had I've had to be called in for different meetings for some reasons. Um, but also during that time in the afternoons, I can uh, have a really big range so sometimes I get those small breaks between the meetings so this can look at writing responding to emails, um, doing my homework and having a quick lunch and evenings and nights I like to delve a little bit more on food so I have a full dinner and I focus my homework mainly and I plan for tomorrow so I don't really look too much on other projects I just mainly focus on my homework. So the thing is, the biggest key that the biggest advice I can give is I'm able to balance many tasks at once, and my key for doing this is there's there's actually two keys of doing this, actually. One is Google Calendar or any, like, calendar subscription. That will save your life a lot, um, because sometimes uh, multiple events are coordinated multiple times, and having those events all in your head can be very overwhelming, unless you have something that you can write it down and plan out your day and just allocate that time to do things. I'm not the type of person to allocate two or three hours of studying because I believe that sometimes I'm not just going to get the answer in two hours and that's not going to happen to me. But um, I do believe that um, I have to allocate a little bit of time, just a general amount of time or this time from my like two to four. I'm just going to like not do homework. I'm going to focus on this stuff and get however far I can. And another key is start assignments earlier rather than later. Um, My biggest thing is that although an assignment may be like a week or two days worth due, I never know how difficult it is And I don't know how long it's going to take me. So I like to take initiative and do it as soon as I can. And this kind of goes with everything else that I do with scheduling meetings, reaching out to faculty or scheduling meetings. It's just reaching out as early as I can. This will definitely help to make sure that I'm staying on track of things and I do those little steps at a time. And the last key to this overall is overall just staying positive throughout all of this. Um, It can be overwhelming and daunting, but it has some great rewards at the end. So some advice I like to give is take things on little by little. And usually this works out well because when you start out at a job or you start out in college or whatever, you don't really want to load yourself with so many things because you're kind of into introductory phase. So you don't really know what your dynamic is. You don't really know what your life is going to be like you don't really know what the normals of this environment is going to be for you so adding a adding on that factor of finding who you are and your dynamics and all that and just learning everything in general it's good to not add so many things because you already have that factor to think about the introductory factor so a lot of the things I've done it's added on little by little so I mean I'm trying to even think but like only thing that I've still done that I did my freshman year was research as I joined my research lab like the other organizations I was involved with I was involved in like two other organizations but it was doing band which was an allocated class time and the other one was being part of the society for hispanic engineers and I just did that for a year and it was okay but um there's other factors with that so I added like one or two things every year and I was able to still accommodate that my schedule. And another piece of advice is to take each day um, just by itself. Because if I sometimes don't like to look at a whole week thing in advance because it's really easy to get overwhelmed. Because if I look at each day, if I look at a whole week of things I have to do, it's kind of scary because it can actually, that list looks very long no matter what position you are or even how involved you are. If you look at a month of things or a week of things that can add up really quickly and it make it can actually discourage you from actually getting anything done so i like to look at things one day at a time and see what do i have to do today and what i do so usually i have my google calendar has my required events i have to go to so classes meetings that's pretty much it or reminders that i need to go and do something but then my phone has like my to-do list so do this type of homework or send this email to this person or uh, make sure you cook dinner or do some laundry so things like that and then the other thing is make sure you stay organized and take notes during meetings Um, so if you're involved in any type of organization or you're working with administration or working on a project or research it's really important to stay organized with yourself, with your thoughts, and take notes. I'm just like a person that I like to write everything down because I get really foggy-brained or I get very scatterbrained sometimes when I'm overwhelmed and I tend to forget some important details. And these details can actually be important for future conversations. And the last thing that of advice is to don't be afraid to say no. Um, I learned this lesson a little too late around my junior year because sometimes junior year is a lot harder and you sometimes don't know what to expect especially once you're entering your upperclassmen classes um but it was a lot of time that I had to like dedicate and it was really hard but um it really taught me to know my limits and I feel like a lot of people should learn what their limits are and overall it's also good for your mental health to say no because you do need breaks at times like You do need to, like, hang out with your friends. So I spend my weekends, I'll be trying to do one thing with whoever it is, like, if it's um, friends or even if it's with a social group, um, going out to get coffee or going out to get food, anything like that. So just to close off on this shorter episode, I believe, I hope this is a short episode. It won't be. Look at that. I mean, we're at 15 minutes. We'll see what happens here. But on why I do this is that... It's good to chase your passions and execute them well. So when I came in, I didn't have a lot of expectations of what I was going to do. But when I started joining certain organizations, I had ideas of projects I wanted to accomplish. And the biggest advice I receive is that you can achieve anything at whatever time you want. So if you want to start now, great. If you want to start another time next, but don't be afraid to start. Because starting tends to be the hardest thing to do. Um, or initiating the conversation is always hard. Um, It's a little easier now for me to do projects because I know my network, and they've been able to help me a lot, and I know them very well. But forming those connections was kind of hard, and I had to like really put myself out there and try to pitch myself. So you can really achieve anything at whatever age. It's just starting it and making sure you go chase your passions. And the last thing which kind of holds true to this podcast is about representation. Um, Although I also want to do this, I knew it was also very important for me to do this because in leadership positions, it's very uncommon to see underrepresented uh, minorities in these positions or in higher leadership positions doing their job well. Because at least on my end, what I've seen is that I've always been called like the first Latina um, leadership chair in the student senate or I've been the first director for injury honors ambassadors or as a Latina so there's these little barriers that I'm crashing through day by day but it's also like I also want to set a good example and make sure that um, I'm not the last one in this position because diversity does matter in whatever area you're in, especially incident success or academics or advocacy or SNE or, um, academia. So it's really important to be involved in any of this stuff because um, if it means that much more, then it matters. So yeah, that is what I had. It was more of an advice episode um, to just talk about what balance is key. And it's good to reflect on this time since it's December. It's kind of closing off on the year. And making up your goals as the 2024 rolls up which is really crazy to say um that it's coming up because it feels like some very future year but it's happening so yeah all right I'll see you guys next month bye guys